is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. It's your girl, Constance and You are now tuned in to the world's best daily show. And if you're listening in on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube. Search for Constance the Podcast. And there you can watch your girl. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, I have a beautiful guest here with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Zarin, a.k.a. Rich Barbie 101. I'm a lash tech, esthetician, all of the above. And thank you. I love when people come on here and they know exactly what to say. Like, they give the rundown of what they do. Yes. I feel like that is so important. Let's get into lash teching. Yes. But actually, before we get into lash teching, before you became a lash technician, you were selling hair. Mm-hmm. Were you doing anything else prior to that? I sold hair and I like did hair, but it was just like... How do you I feel? didn't like doing people's hair. And I okay. felt like when I sold hair, because my mom does hair, it came with like people wanting me to do their hair. And I hate doing other people's hair because mm-hmm. they hate me dirty. Yeah. I ain't got time for that. I don't right. want to wash your hair. I don't want to do that. Right. So, um, yeah, I just didn't like doing hair. But I like selling hair. I like having my hair done and all that. So I might get back into selling hair once like um, I'm really like straightforward with my lash, um, lash text and like things that I have stuff for aesthetics and everything. But... Right now, I'm not really focused on hair right now. I feel Everybody's you. always like, so hair, so hair. I'm like, I feel you. I mean, I just didn't soon. enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like so it, much work, though. It's like a lot that comes with it because you have to make sure your hair's, the hair that you're selling is always quality. quality. And then, like, I sold virgin hair, so mm-hmm. it's like, you really got to make, make sure, sure your vendor. Yeah. And, then and I it's have so to, like, hard to vet out. Like, um, obviously, you vet out the vendor, but you still got to cross-check with the yeah. vendor. Make sure the hair is on point. Mm-hmm. And then you can still deal with customer complaints, even though you right. know that what you sent them exactly. was Exactly. Like, I wear this hair. Exactly. Every day. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I dealt with, like, the craziest I feel like customers. the hair industry... People are rude. No, people are very people rude. People are so rude in the I hair mean, industry. I think I in like general, it. I feel like whenever it pertains, this might be a wide assumption, but I think it's true. Whenever it pertains to like small businesses, black businesses, mm-hmm. people are very critical of that. Yeah. Now, I won't try to play the black woman like I don't understand how important hair is, so people right. have a high standard for it, and maybe right. that's another thing that hair company owners have to deal with. Right. But it's just so much, and I feel like people expect so much, and it's exactly. like, whoa, 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 hold up. This is still a business. Mm-hmm. Come at me correct. I can come right. back at you correct. Exactly. And we can work this out. Because you try to be respectful as you can. And then they just coming at you. Coming at you like. Right. Outside of this business. I do not right. No, for so real. Let's, let's not. For let's real. get there. Bro, I was quick to hit a return. All right. Refine. It's okay. We yeah, ain't got to talk no I'm more. Get your money back in the product. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got the product yet, you got too many questions, too much attitude. Let's yeah. end the whole transaction. I had a client one time and she wanted, she ordered a hair for me. She wanted me to do her hair too. And then she was saying that she wanted a deep body wave. And I'm like. So I don't I don't know what that is. Right, that's not what I <laughs> offer. If you I, check like, the I don't website, know what deep body wave is, but I got a body wave and I got a loose wave. Loose wave deeper than body right. wave. Which one? So which one do you want? She's like, I want deep body wave. I'm like, okay, between these two pictures, which right, one do you want? One? So she chose one. I got that one for her, and I did her hair. And she's like, halfway through me doing her hair, she's like, this is not the curl that I want. This is not mm-hmm. what I want at all. And my sister's sitting there like, Mm-mm. what? Mm-mm. And I'm sitting there like, cut. Cut, <laughs> cut, cut it out. I'm like, all right, right. bye. You right. Can, she's I like, mean, I don't want anything. I'm like, okay. And then I posted the wig immediately after I washed it, recustomized Bitch, it. Not re, not washed it. Don't tell me you resold it. I resold it. <laughs> <laughs> I resold it. You're not about to mess with my bag. And then she had the nerve to message me like, actually, I want my money back. And I was like, I have in writing right. that you say you didn't want it back. Right. You didn't want anything. Right. My sister recorded it because she was acting crazy in my mama's house. Right. So I was like, no, no. can't do this. Mm-mm. It was so crazy. I was like, this lady's insane. She's like, she was like 30 years old at the time. I'm like 19, 20. Mm-mm. I'm like, 
Mm-mm. I can't. Girl, do it this. don't matter. That was my last like, straw. When <laughs> hair, like when hair is in the situation, a black one will go crazy. I ain't crazy. mad at him because I be tri- I be tripping off some. I'm hair. like, you gotta know but, what you want. Yeah, that's you another here. thing. I'm you stressing me. I got other right. clients. You gotta right. know what you want. I'm ask you every. It's the same thing with lashes. I ask my clients. They can book like a volume set and cat eye. Sometimes they don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you heck of questions before I start. Because right. once I put these lashes on, right. you cannot take them off for at least two weeks. Right, right, And I'm right. not going to sit there and take it. It's not the same as hair. I'm not just going to cut it out your head. Right. It's going to take once me forever. It's in there. It's in in there. there. So right. I'm going to ask you all the questions that you need. Because it's like, it's your face. Right. And it's like your hair. Like, it's something you're going to look at every day. So you want it to be up to par. But... I feel like with lashes, it's easier to achieve what somebody wants than hair. Like people, somebody may want their baby hairs all the way down here, mm-hmm. but that's not your style to do that. So I can't even do that for you. I don't right. even know how to do that. I don't. <laughs> when it comes to lash teching or just offering a service in general, have you felt like, like, do you take on new tasks? Like say, say somebody brings in like, mm-hmm. okay, I want this set of lashes. You've never done it before. Mm-hmm. Will you do it or will you say like, I can't do this? Um, I never say I can't do it unless it's like. I've never said I can't do that to a client. Yeah, I've never seen anything that I couldn't do. I'll let them know, like, I never did this before, but I can try. And if you don't like it, we can, like, try to tweak it. But I won't be able to take them off. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't like, if you really hate it, you can come back in two weeks and then we can fix it up. Why don't you say that you don't know how to do things? Because I'm able to do... (laughs) Thank you! You said that boldly. I was just trying to see where your head was at. Because I'm fond of you saying that. Like, I took... Doing lashes, I took it very seriously. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they take one class and they just start doing lashes. I'm in aesthetic school. I learn about, like, how your lash grows. Mm -hmm. Like, if your lashes fall out, I know exactly why. I know if it was my fault. If it was you was at home doing some crazy stuff. Right, right. I know exactly... I know... Like, I don't know everything about lashes, but... I know a lot. I learned how to do lashes for... Two years before I started doing lashes, okay. I have five lash certifications. I'm in aesthetic school, so I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Right. Why'd you choose lashes over top of, like, facials or eyebrows or whatever? Oh, that's coming. Oh, okay. Thank coming. you. But lashes, I just, I always, like, would do my lashes. Like, when I was younger, I would get, like, the little cluster from the beauty supply store, mm-hmm. and I would put them on. Everybody thought, like, they were my real lashes. I put mascara right. on. <laughs> like, ooh, girl, your lashes like, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I like the experience. Mm-hmm. Like, when I do somebody's lashes, and they open their eyes, and be like, Oh my Aww. god! Like they're always like, and I just like, right. yeah, girl, I know. You just love. Go ahead and right. be a bad bitch. Right, right, right. right. And I just like right. the aspect of it, like being your natural beauty. It's just like enhancing it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I want everybody to like feel comfortable in their skin. I don't want you to be like, well, my clients and stuff. How can I say this? I don't want them to, cause I feel like we're in the era of natural beauty or BBL. So it's like it's like either you're gonna be, but like the BBL girls, they do it in a natural way. I feel mm-hmm. like like what do you mean? Like I don't know how to explain this. Hmm. Like when I say they do it in a natural way, like it's like a flex to wear no makeup. Yeah. It's like is that a problem? It's not, and okay, I like I was it. About to say, like yeah. I feel like it's like the biggest flex: lashes done, no makeup. Earrings, no, for sure. That's Bitch, I would say it's the heaviest flex if you ain't it's got the none of them things flex. on. Like, no, if you ain't got none of them things on, but you know what? I don't fuck with. I feel like I've said it before on this podcast. I feel like, well, I don't know where you was going with that, but I feel like there are the girls that, like, you know, they get their makeup done, they beat their face, and they be trying to tear a girl down because the girl want to feel like good because they ain't got me. Like, if I say, like, okay, yeah, it's a flex that I ain't gotta wear makeup or whatever, it's always the makeup girl is that's like, y'all just mad you can't do makeup. Like, yes, um, I cannot do makeup. This is the first time I wore makeup in like two months, right. <laughs> So, and I only did it because of the pod. And so, I was really about to come here and no makeup, lashes, this, yeah. I was like, let me look a little bit presentable. So. I mean, I would have thought she would look presentable do came in naturally. Yeah, I just want to be a little extra. I appreciate it. <laughs> Take my thing serious. I appreciate Period. it. But I feel like the makeup girls, 
I don't know. My sister's a makeup artist, and like she most she doesn't wear makeup every day. Right. She does makeup because she enjoys it. Right. But I feel like sometimes makeup girls feel like people associate doing your makeup all the time with being insecure. insecure. So they like clap back like before mm-hmm. you can say I'm insecure. I just do it for fun. Right. I just do it because I like it. But then I feel like, are you insecure? Right. Because it's like, why you have to be so hostile? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I just said I don't do it. Like, right. Thank you. Like, thank you. Thank you. That's all it boils down to. But yes, I feel you on that. I love that we're talking about, you know, lash checking and offering services and beauty. aesthetics. We going to say it again a little bit louder. Pink label aesthetics. And thank you. We got to get into today's segment of Bitch, Did You See That Tweet? Now, today's tweet was tweeted by... Let me see if I can. Actually, I, I, I won't say the Twitter. I won't say the person who tweeted their name. But um, she tweeted part one. It's a video, right? Mm-hmm. And a client is attempting to run off. So I watched the video with you. And I just want to know from your perspective, <laughs> you feel like it was handled correctly, seeing as though you deal with services, okay? Ooh, child. Right. Don't run up on me. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's see the video. Let me just turn the volume up. Is she in there by herself? Mm-hmm. And they just like testing. All right, so if you were in a situation, you know, you got to, you did somebody's lashes and they leave out, they say they, not even they leave out, they stand up, they're like, I ain't got no money. What you going to do? How you going to handle that situation? Well. First of all, before you talk about that, was this correct? Did she handle this correctly? No. Okay. Now how would you handle it? I feel like maybe when I was like younger, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, nah, we got to fight. But like now I'm just like, okay, you don't want to pay. I'm going to take you to court. Because right. one, you're going to sign this consent form before right. you get your right. service. I'm going to take you to court because now you're paying with me. I have stuff to pay for. I have rent. I got tuition. I got things to pay for. Now mm-hmm. you're playing with my bag. You're right. with my, my livelihood. Like, right. I do this for a living, not right. just for fun. Right. I don't know why girls be doing People be doing like, you know you ain't got the money. Don't come right. show up for the service. But I can't like, lie. I ain't too mad about how she handled this. I wouldn't have handled it like this. But I'm just like, what do you do? But like, how did it escalate that for? Like. I mean, I assumed the girl said she wasn't going to pay, and then the other girl said, well, I mean, it must Chicago have been. Or something. I don't Mississippi know where really, something. I ain't going to lie. I think this girl, no, Marlo Heights, Maryland. I was say, I thought they was from the DMV. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. I mean, it gives DMV energy. This yes. was, this is it's a very childish thing that transpired, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, how I can I handle this her. right now in this moment? I'm kind of petty a little bit. I would have dragged her on Instagram. I mean, is that any, is dragging <laughs> on Instagram, though? Is dragging on Instagram any different than just fighting her right there and there? I feel like... I feel like I don't know. I would have just I would have just in court because mm-hmm, I wouldn't sure. have fought her. Like I feel like yes. I'm not. I don't fight. I don't fight. Like, yeah, it's, that's it's, that's, like, it's that's childish. Yeah. yeah, I don't have time for that. I'm either if it's like a lump sum of money, I'm gonna take you to court. Right. Like, no, you're really you. playing court for sure. How much yeah. is the cost? Like how much is the last set? Well, all my sets are 95 right now. Okay. I like feel like lash sets are going crazy with the prices, mm-hmm. and I always want to be affordable. That was always my thing. To I want people because. Where we grew up, everything is not, like, super expensive. Now, things are getting expensive. But, like, it was... How can I say this? Like, a lot of people want to do things, like, 
have luxury services, but luxury services sometimes be like two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars to get your lashes done is crazy. You think they gonna so? fall out in two weeks? How two do you three feel weeks? about like where do you draw the line between like offering something that's affordable or like charging your worth? Because how many hours does it take you to do lashing? It takes two hours, so... Like, do you feel like that 95 truly compensates for what you do? Well, I'm going to up my prices soon okay. because, like, I'm in a suite now, so... And I feel you. like you should... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should charge where, like, where... If you in your house, you should not be charging, like, 150 Me and Didi talked about this yesterday. I just feel like... The house don't really matter. It's all about the skill to me. If you can really body some shit and you in your house, I don't give two fucks. Can you body or can you not body? I feel like it's just, it depends. Like, if you have, like, a whole lash room, that's different. Like, when, this is from my point of view, because when I started doing lashes, I did it in my living room. I had just, like, a little corner in my living room. But now I'm in a whole suite, so it's, like, different vibe. And then people treat you different. Okay. So it's, like, you have to charge for that. Then you charge for your skill. Because people are going to, some people won't book with you if they know that you're in your house. Some people just want the experience of going to a suite or going to a salon. Like right. some people literally don't book with people if you tell them this in your home. Your house. Yeah. They won't you. book with you. So it's like you charge for that, you charge for this, you charge it's like different it's levels. levels. To it, it's yeah, it's feel. different levels. But I always wanna be like I'm gonna charge my work, but I'm always still be affordable because I knew growing up when I wanted to get something done, I'll always be like searching, searching, searching for the, like the best price. Right. And like you don't and sometimes people have better service and better quality for a lower price too. Okay, question, just proposition. I think a lot of people, or some people would probably argue that when you charge lower prices, you attract a certain type of clientele. That's From your true. experience, do you feel like in charging, I mean, I don't, I guess 95 is better comparatively to 200, but in your experience, do you feel like you've attracted um, clientele that you wouldn't have necessarily wanted with the prices that you have? Maybe like before your $95 prices or even amongst this time with the $95 prices, do you notice a change in clientele? I don't because okay. I have all return clientele. Okay, so thank you. I but I do agree with that. Like, if I was charging fifty dollars sets, I would have different clients. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I did charge fifty dollars, I was lashing for like two months. So yeah, it was like you. I had all it different types of clients. I'll take whatever yeah. type of clients I can mm-hmm. get. But like good. now, my clientele are like like women that like nurses mm-hmm. or like just. Baddies, yeah, right, like, right, 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 right. Whoever, whatever, yeah, just lashes like, come through. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel so right. I don't have like clients that are like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like ghetto. Like, well, that's good. No, that's yeah. good. I think if I had, I feel like that's all my clients have. get to a bag. Like I have all those. Like right, they like they work or they got they hustle or whatever they right. do, and then they like you know, right, right, still right. a bad bitch on the side. I feel you. They don't come in with that cheap broke energy. Yeah, I feel you. That's good. Um, I feel like I could never do a like a a service. Like I'm just so, just my time. Okay, how many yeah. people do you do in a day? Um, on like busy days, I'll probably have like five clients. Okay, and two hours each. Yeah, like an hour and a half to two hours, depending on the person's lashes. It's like a ten hour day. I guess that's like kind of a regular work day. I just like I cannot do a service, but that's great that you could do a service. But it's I like it's fun people. because like when you do something that you really like and like you make other people happy at the end of the day, and Sitting at like I used to work in plastic surgery, so mm-hmm. I would just sit at the desk or like do whatever doctors say, do whatever my managers say. Like I don't want to listen to you. Mm-hmm. I want to. I'm listening to music. I'm talking to my clients. Like I'm just having fun the whole day. To do me. you lash full time? Yeah, I lash full time now. I don't work. I just I don't work in medicine. How are you able to take your business from you know working a regular? Because you say you worked a regular job, right? And mm-hmm. I assume you were lashing on the side. Mm-hmm. How did you? How are you able to transfer or change that into a full time job? 
Uh, it was well, it was kind of the demand, like okay. because I would work nine to five and I worked at Tyson, so I would get home and I'll take my first client at six and I'll lash until like maybe ten on like an early day or sometimes mm-hmm. one o'clock. So then I'm up and then I gotta wake up again and do the same thing right. again. So it was got tiring and then my clients don't always have time after work. They got kids or mm-hmm. they got stuff to do or they just who wants to come get their lashes at six right. a.m. all the time. So it was like I need a twelve o'clock appointment. So then I slowly like. I would like tell my manager, oh, I can't come. Right, here. right. And I'll take a client, like, okay, I can come in at right, this time or whatever. And then I just started to notice like the demand of things. Mm-hmm. And then I just prayed to God and I was like, so I got fired, but I I think it was God. I, I mean, God. yeah. So yeah. let me tell you why I got, I got fired okay. for wearing AirPods. Mind you, I worked there for like seven months and I always wore AirPods. Girl, it was God. So I told God, God, I said, I don't want to work here anymore. Right. And I don't want to do things out of my will, though. So I want it to be your will. So Amen. they going to have to fire me. Right. But they have no reason to fire me, though. My, the they fired me on a day that I didn't go in. Like, I was off. And she, my manager emailed me and was like, yeah, like, we're going to have to let you go. And the reasons, it was like a list of reasons that said AirPods. Just AirPods. Yeah. No, that was God. I feel like God definitely intervenes in our lives mm-hmm. to move us in the direction that he needs us to move Yeah, to get and it was done. crazy because the same day that I was happy, like, I got the email and right. he was at my house. I was like, I got, like, who's so freaking? No, I feel you. I feel I you. Like, and mean, she was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but when you're and ready for that next transition yes, in your life, you're like, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. take it however, whatever. it was whatever. so crazy because I, right. I, I just, like, felt that it was going to happen. I knew it was right. going to happen that day. And then... The salon that I work at, the, like, where my suite is, they found me on Instagram okay. and DM'd me, like, five minutes after I right. seen the um, email. They dm me, and I'm like, how the fuck did they find me? Right. Like, what? And then they're like, yeah, so we're going to give you a deal mm-hmm. if we want you to work at our suites, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. The next day I went, went to see the suite, and I was like, I want it. And then I just... I fuck with it. Yeah. I love it. Were you scared to, like, make it your full-time job, or were you just fully ready? Like, it was like, I'm ready to do this. Um, I'm kind of an impulsive person, but like you're, you're a what? an impulsive person. An impulsive, like I'm very okay, gotcha. impulsive. Like if I want something, I'm gonna go after it. Mm-hmm. It's no ifs ands or buts if right. I want it, and I and I know that I can do it. I'm gonna do it. Right. So I'm scared every day because I'm like I have to do everything. I would if you when you work, you just know you're gonna work nine to five and you're gonna get your check. Right. But I have to promote. I have to market. I gotta DM a thousand people a day. Mm-hmm. I gotta do deals, I gotta have sales, I gotta draw customers in and right. do all of that, plus do the service, right, right, right. and then plus have good customer service, mm-hmm. plus do a good job on the service. Right. So That's another thing, people don't understand it. When it's you a lie. business owner, business owner, you gotta do everything I'm yourself. I'm like 13 people. <laughs> no, for real, like people really do need to start having grace. So all the time I'm always like, you know, everyone demands great customer service, but I think customer etiquette is important too. Yeah. You have to understand that this person is doing all mm-hmm. of these things which were able to attract you and so in respect, just show some gratitude and treat me well, I will treat you right. well, you know? Yeah. I understand it. That's why I'm so like, I don't know. That's why I just don't like, I couldn't do a service because I don't know what type of people going to come in. I ain't got yeah. time for the energy. It's crazy because I feel like, like, I don't know. It gets crazy because sometimes yeah. I'm just like, I just want to lay in bed and not do right. nothing. But it's like, I have alarms on my phone that like, 12 o'clock, 3 p.m., 3.15, post, 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 post. Right. You got to post like five times a day. Right. People are on Instagram different times a day. You got to be on TikTok. Right. You got to make the TikTok. Right. And TikTok takes forever to make. Hell yeah. Then you got to make the real. Then you got to look at your algorithm. Mm-hmm. And then you got to check your clients. And you got to 
like check the clients you had two weeks ago and follow right. up with them and you gotta how your lashes doing you gotta follow <laughs> the people from that came yesterday right. follow up with them you gotta make sure you take pictures of all your clients right. that's another thing do you have an email list going i want to start that i don't know how to do it girl you need to start that get out. on mailchimp but get my MailChimp. What is that? Mailchimp.com, girl. I think it's like, it's a mailing service. That's what I use for my hair business. And Ooh. so if you purchased from me, I had your email. You would go into the mm-hmm. funnel and you would constantly be sent emails that would check up with oh, you. Oh, so like my booking website does that. Okay. So like every two weeks, it will like, oh, hey, remember to get your fill or book your appointment. and then But do you have after- access to those emails? No, I can't see them. You need to get an email list because if Instagram breaks down today, how are you going to market to them people? That's true. So if you start taking down them emails, I don't know how you could do it. Like when they like come they in, have the book and they put their email. So right, I have but you all their get, emails. Oh, you have the access to mm-hmm. the emails? Okay, go ahead and like start storing them somewhere because mm-hmm. like God forbid your booking site crashes or whatever. Right. Who knows what it is? I don't right. know. But you want to have that information so mm-hmm. that you can constantly be marketing to mm-hmm. your clients outside mm-hmm. of What's Instagram. It Mailchimp.com. Mailchimp. Yes, I'll text it to you. Yeah, text it to me right now. Yeah. Because I'm going to sign up for that. I mean, I think everybody should have an email, especially with the way social media goes. Like, you just can't trust that shit. Sometimes Instagram be glitching. Breaking that is exactly. Exactly. What's going on? Exactly. Hold up. Let me text it to you so I don't forget. Because I need that. Yeah. And I'm always like, like, promote, promote, promote. Like, with being a business owner, like, the main thing is, is like, promote. Like, and it's like, you can't just post a picture and expect people to book you. Like, everybody's posting pictures. Mm-hmm. Everybody posting one lash. You posting both lashes. Like, you got to have, like, you have to do something to bring them in. Like, right. oh, if you book with me, you're going to get a free bottoms. Like, everybody mm-hmm. wanted bottom mm-hmm. lashes. Now, so you, mm-hmm. you get free bottoms. Like, ooh, this person got free bottoms. Right. And then they got a good price. And then it's like, you got to make the person, like, why should I choose you right. out of all the 500 other most lash tags? Like, most stuff. You got to put in their face why mm-hmm. you stand out. Why, what problem you can solve for them, what you can give them, definitely mm-hmm. be on point. I mean, marketing tactics, all that stuff is so important. Yeah. And I bet it's very strenuous. How do you decide, not decide, like, what are your off days? Like, when do you get rest if you're working all the time? Rest. Girl. <laughs> that rest is important, though, because you don't want to burn is, out. But, I mean, so I don't lash on Sundays. Okay, But, like, like, Sundays are, like, my prep days. Okay. But... I'm going to rest when I die. Girl, you got to plug in some time for rest. <laughs> but, not saying take a day off, but like you do need to have but some time. But Wednesdays are my off days, but they're not like, I'm not completely off. I like, those are like my planning days yeah. where I make content. Right. So I'll go to my suite for like an hour or two and I'll make like five TikToks, five reels, go home, chill my friends. Right. And then, but I never, I don't, maybe it's an off day, but I don't really see it as an off day because okay. I see it as like, You're still everything working. in my brain is a business. Right. Like, I have to go see my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. I gotta go see my mom. Mm-hmm. I gotta hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. That's the day that I'm gonna do all of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything is like scheduled. No, in my I feel life. you. I so feel you. Like, you have responsibilities. Yeah. You gotta handle it. You mm-hmm. don't. Spend. I feel you. And I. Feel but like- I do think like people should have rest days. But the way that I feel like every day is kind of a rest day mm-hmm. when you do what you like. I feel you. I wouldn't even. I like. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off. But I wouldn't even say that. I feel like I kind of got where you were going with the. Um, you'll rest when you're dead. And then I also felt the just, I mean, once you're done lashing, you're done lashing, that, that eight hours that you have to sleep or 10 hours that you have to sleep is like the recoup time for me. Like, I don't yeah. think too much about like, okay, let me take time off. Or like you said, right. you do those five episodes a day, mm-hmm. right? Or five, excuse me, not episodes, five TikToks in mm-hmm. your day. Like when you're content batching, you're preparing so that tomorrow you can have a little bit more time, right. free time yeah, for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I definitely um, 
Like, I take advantage of the free time that I have, and that will be my rest. But, like, right. I'm never going to stop doing what I need to right, do to get exactly. closer to what like, I got to do. So, I feel you on that. Yeah, it's um, like if I have five clients today and tomorrow, and I was tired from the five clients, and I know tomorrow I only got two, mm-hmm. I'm going to block that schedule off. Right. And I'm going to chill. Right. And then I'm going to get right back to it because the next day I know I got seven clients. Right. So, it's like, and I think it's all the balance. Right. Like, I mean, you yeah, know you when have you got to. Gotta, for sure, for yeah. sure. And I think you were getting ready to begin speaking about it. I think it's like important to just have that rest and not wanting to burn out. I feel like especially right. if we're so young mm-hmm. and we have a long life ahead of us. So I think for me, I'm constantly thinking like, don't kill yourself trying to get to something, like trying right. to get to it as fast as possible. Take exactly. your time, enjoy your journey. Yeah. It's okay. Like making sure that I'm not overworking myself, you know? My friend just, Rhina was just telling me that because mm-hmm. um, she was telling me, oh, I'm proud of you for getting your suite and stuff. And I was just like, she was like, so how do you feel? Everybody's asking me how I feel. And I'm just like, I have more shit to do. Right. Like, this is, this is like, down here for where I'm trying to be. I'm right. trying to be up here. And this is, like, just one step. And she was like, but you have to enjoy it. It's like, life is like a video game is what mm-hmm. she said. And she was just like, you just reached another level. But you still got to go through the level to right. get to the next level. You have right. to enjoy that level. So then I was just like, Rhino. <laughs> Oh my God. It's good. No, it's that good. That's a good one. Friends. It's good to have the friends around you that support you, that are there in your yes. circle, that are giving you motivated motivational shit. Yeah, it's not just meeting up with you to talk bullshit. Exactly. You know I mean? Like I, oh, I hate people that are just like, what are you around me for? Like, right. Because I'm trying to be here, and if you're just trying to be over here doing mm-hmm. whatever, I can't hang out with you because mm-hmm. you're getting me distracted from right. where I'm trying to go. Like, right. I need all my friends and people around me, even my family, to just. We got somewhere to be, like, we're trying to get somewhere. Like, you don't want to just be in this world just lollygagging. And And if you do want to be lollygagging, we can't lollygag together. I got things to do. I feel like life also naturally pulls you, at least I'll speak for myself, I've noticed that it, like, pulls me in the direction that it needs me to go into. Like, say I got some friends that are lollygagging. Mm -hmm. Um, There's too much that I have to do. I don't even feel like I necessarily need to speak up. Life will just pull us apart. The same way God took you out of that job when it was no longer for you, I feel like life does that for me, too. So, whenever I'm around those people, I start Mm -hmm. to question, like, a relationship that I have. And Uh I think maybe because it's hard for me to end that relationship myself, God is just like, you know what, I got you in the shit. We just stop talking often, texting, Mm -hmm. meeting up, and it's like, that relationship's kind of done with. That used to happen to me but then i had to like now i'm learning how to like re- cut people off because i used to be cut off queen i was just mm-hmm. gotta go like but then i started to give people chances it was like i feel like it was a trying to like oh give somebody another chance or you're gonna be toxic you're just cutting people off mm-hmm. like why are you just cutting people off and then i started to feel bad because i'm like i'm trying to build my boundaries right. and everybody's like oh you can't just cut people off and i'm now i'm like why not yeah no why no not? you should definitely <laughs> why no. can't i just cut no, people yeah, no, off you should like, definitely that? when you notice that someone isn't like meshing well with you or your life definitely right. cut them off i think for me it was more so just like naturally I would find that we would stop hanging out often because like I'm podcasting every day so I can't mm-hmm. link with you I'm working on my shit so I can't link with you and this eventually like not seeing each other all the time not talking about right. the time results and that connection not being there but bitch cut whoever the fuck you want to cut, cut all the them off to. like you don't have to be nice you don't have to well be a nice person but you don't have to be like you don't have to explain yourself no, to no, why no. you don't want to be somebody's friend anymore or why you don't want to hang out with a certain person or why you don't want to be in a relationship with anybody anymore right. because if you feel like that person is not serving you or you're just always giving or it's just draining you, leave. Mm-hmm. Like, why stay? Like, I don't... Even in relationships, it's like, why stay? Like, I mean, yeah, no. If something's like, blowing... Like, if, if you find yourself complaining about shit all the time in a situation, it's time to go. That's your sign to you. And I think a lot of people laugh. I'm miss bounce on his ass. No, you have to. You have <laughs> I would to. go. You do. You have one, to. You got one chance. Right. Um. Yeah, people got to just wake up and start making moves. The moves that they need to make for themselves. Right, like People prioritize yeah. other people and their emotions so they fail oh, to yeah. make those decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. But there comes a point in your life where you have to look and be like, you know what? 
grow. You gotta have boundaries for yourself. Like, yeah. You have so many boundaries, boundaries for other people. Boundaries and discipline. Because it's like, like, you can have a boundary. Are you going to be committed to that boundary and do what the fuck you said you're going right. to do? A lot of people don't have discipline. Me, myself, sometimes I fall, mm-hmm. you know, I fall short with having that discipline to make that executive decision in my yeah, life. Yeah, same. Which is why I'm like, you know what? Just like you did when it came to quitting your job or leaving your job, you're like, God, come mm-hmm. on and do what you got to do. Make something shit. Child, if I can't I do it, I know God will. Thank you. I'm going to leave it to him every night. God, take whoever in my life that I'm because honestly, I can't do it. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I can. I'm like, God, do what you got to do. do. What you gotta do. So we're gonna run a brief intermission. Uh, we'll come back. We'll get into the bowl, and then we'll get into an advice column submission, and then we'll end today's show. Okay. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, we are back and we're going to get into some things. Now, before we was talking about we don't like when girls meet up and talk about bullshit, but we're getting into some bullshit today. All right, we got word association. If you're new here, this is a bowl full of words and topics. You pick a topic or a word out the bowl. You read your immediate thoughts. First of all, you read the topic and then you just give us your immediate thoughts on the topic. Okay, so we're going to get into the bowl. I also have a theme song. All right, I just need you to hype me up. Okay, right. Hype me up. Give me, you don't need to do a beat, girl. I got the beat. You just got to get my ad libs, get me right. If you could do a okay. little something, t- you could do some table ticking if you if you can catch it with the beat I got. But if okay. not, ad lib it, all right? all right? Give me a countdown from five. Five, mm-hmm. four, three, two, one. Let's get into it. Mm. To Let's it. get into Let's it. Do oh. it. Let's get into it. To mm. it. And toot it and boot it. Oh. it. Let's get into it. To it. Hey, let's get into it. To oh. it. Let's get into it. Hey, and toot it and boot it. And boot it. Hey. <laughs> now we get into the ball. Ooh, that one wanted to come out. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I should have left it out, but it's okay. Go ahead and pick one. Same. I'm nervous. Don't be. What does it say? <laughs> when do you know that a nigga is worth locking down? When do you know? First thing that came to my head was never. I'm dead, never. <laughs> but no, I've like I know when a nigga's like worth locking down is like when he. I have a checklist. Okay, run us down through the checklist from whatever. you I can't tell y'all what my checklist is, but oh, okay. I have like five things that I just will not do. Like your non-negotiables. Yeah, my okay. non-negotiables. So like that's like if you check all those off, then I'm gonna see like how persistent you are with everything and I'm gonna see like if your goals align with mine Mm -hmm. and um if you actually like work towards achieving your goals so I feel like a lot of men or a lot of people just talk a lot about what they're gonna do and they don't do it but I'm a person that like action you can say all this shit to me and I'll just be like Okay. Right. Like, but when you start doing stuff, I'm gonna do the same. I'm gonna match that energy. Right. Like I don't match negative energy. I only match positive energy. Mm-hmm. So once you move in in the way that you said you was gonna do, then that's when I'm like, okay. 
Right, I feel you. But I feel like I don't lock niggas down. Niggas lock me down because okay, I'm the prize. And thank you. So. And thank you. So you the catch. They they coming to chase you. Yeah. Okay. I I know, y'all ain't read the Bible, girl. I'm not chasing no nigga, girl. I ain't a little mad. You ain't got to do a chase, but I feel like as a woman, a I ain't mad. Not even a jog. It's just like I'm gonna show you how I'm interested. <laughs> what is it? What is um chasing after a nigga look like? Like what's the difference between chasing after a nigga and showing that you're interested? Chasing after a nigga is like. You like he's not even like responding to you. He's not mm-hmm. showing no effort, and you just consistently like trying to like talk to me, texting him all the time. Right. He texts you back like, okay, cool. Like mm-hmm. he's not even like giving you no play for real, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just consistently, consistently trying to like pursue him. Yeah. Like why are you pursuing this man? Right. He don't want you. Right. Or if it's like like I feel like a, a lot of niggas nowadays will like hit you up at like two a.m. I mean, and you it, already know. We already know what time. It you is. know what time it is, yeah. and you going over there all happy, no. giggly. Like mm-hmm. no, babe. You know you finna get right. Bitch. But oh, is that chasing? Is that chasing or is that you just? But if you really like energy? him, you're chasing. Like you're doing a lot. Like I feel like I feel anything, you. you're doing a lot to just be able to. Like you're trying to like show him like pick me, pick me, pick mm-hmm. me. Like anything that gets pick me energy, you're chasing him. Like I'm dead off the pick me energy. You know nowadays everybody be saying a lot of shit is pick me shit. Sometimes you just move into whatever feels right. Like I ain't too mad. At, I really am not too mad at people that do like the whole. I don't know, like one night stands. Or if you're just interested in somebody, just letting them know, like I'm just, you know, yeah, letting them know straight up, like what it is. That but you if that person is showing that they're not interested back, then yeah, then you're like, don't suck they, yeah, don't yeah, be pressed, like, don't be pressed. Like obviously being pressed, it's like all right, you chase you, you doing a little bit too much. I feel you on that. As far as me, how do I feel like? When do I know that someone is worth locking down? Hmm. I think for me. I don't know. I ain't never really thought to lock anybody down until the girl I'm with now. Mm-hmm. And I think when it came down to her time apart, like, let me know. Like, okay. Yeah. I okay. I agree with that because I feel like that about somebody. So, and I just seen them. So I was like, mm. Like. Yeah, no, that distance make the heart grow fonder. Or sometimes it yeah. lets you know, like, what you had. I don't know. It's really bad yeah. of me. Like, sometimes I don't re- realize what I have in front of me until it's gone. And that's And it's like right person, wrong time. You believe, yeah, you believe, I believe in that. that. Time? I believe yeah. in that heavy because it's like you can meet somebody, and sometimes we don't be exactly on track with what our life is supposed to be. So right. it's like you meet this person, and y'all supposed to be together, whatever the case may be, and it's like y'all just not where y'all supposed to be to be together. like. Because if you're not mentally there, and they mentally somewhere else, it's never gonna work until right. y'all are mentally right. where y'all need to be for yourself right. before y'all can come, come together. together. So. Most definitely, no, that's true. Like sometimes yeah. you do need to separate. It's not even about separating. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes you just gotta focus on yeah, yourself. You gotta focus on Get you. yourself together. Because if you're not together, good with you, then you why cannot you go be, be with somebody, with somebody else. else. Like, yeah, why would you even try you to be with somebody? The whole relationship else. gonna be crazy. Most deaf. Let's go back into the bubble. Back into the bubble. Back into the bubble. Okay. Bad vibes, or are you just projecting? Mm-hmm. What comes to your mind? Do you understand the question? Um, bad vibes, or are you just projecting? Yeah, like how do you I determine? I think that's the same thing. Like, I don't you understand feel like, the question. How do you determine if it's bad vibes or if you're just projecting? Like, are people really, do people really have bad vibes, or are you just thinking about what bad you're seeing yourself? So that's what I'm saying. How do you determine, like, okay, this person's vibe is bad? As opposed to, because you know, like people like, always say, you see in people what you see in yourself. So, like, if I'm yeah. calling out a flaw, if I'm saying something about somebody, it's because that's something that I notice within me, and so I'm projecting it onto them. So, how do you know, like, I okay, this person's like You, I feel like you can kind of only know a person's projecting when you know them. Okay. Like, you can't just say someone's projecting and you just met them. Like, oh, that's projection. Like, you don't even know them. Mm-hmm. How you know they're projecting? You don't. Right. Even, they could be living the best life and they just 
had a bad day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then yeah but i feel like when people have genuinely like bad vibes you can feel it inside of you like mm-hmm. you can feel like okay this is not sitting well like this is really negative but when people are just projecting they're just like I don't know. I just know. I can't say somebody's projecting that I don't know. I but if I know you and I know what you're going through and you just like always like going at right, it with somebody right, right. and it's just like you're just projecting. like Right, right, right. No, I think I agree with you. I saw a tweet and the girl was like, um, it's not always bad vibes. Sometimes you're projecting. And I thought to myself, like, no, just as you said, there's intuition within you, yeah. within you that would let you know that this ain't sitting right. And I feel like whenever you have that feeling within you, why would you even keep testing them waters to fuck exactly. with this person to yeah. see if it gets better? Like, like no yes. within you is a no within you. And that's exactly. for anything when it comes to people, right. when it comes to making a decision. Right. Like, you feel that shit and mm-hmm. you know deep within in your gut. I feel like your intuition is God talking to you. So exactly. to, to be deaf to that sound, to ignore God's but direction. But some people, I feel like they can't even, like, Hear God's voice. Hear God's voice. They don't have to discern. And they, yeah, they can't discern, like, is this good? Is this, is it God? Is it the devil? Is it me? How do you me? get to that point of being able to discern? You good got from bad? I'm still learning, but, like, you really gotta sit with God. Like, mm-hmm. you just gotta, like, get closer spiritually. I know everybody don't believe in God. Whatever God you believe in, Allah, whatever. This podcast, we believe in God. Yeah, so Jesus y'all know Christ. what it is. I've been talking about God 24-7 all okay. the time. Because won't he do it? And thank you. Yes, he will. Okay? okay. But yes, I feel you, girl. It's like you do need to sit and just get with, get right with God and get right with yourself. Like you should be able to tell like what sometimes this feeling is you within you. telling yourself exactly. that. Exactly. And God may be telling you something completely different. Right. And if you just go off your own will, like I was saying like, you can't just go off of your own will with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when things get crazy. Like, right. let's say, like, God didn't want me to just quit my job and become a lash tech full-time. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, hmm, don't do it. Yeah. I'll be broke. I won't have nowhere to live. Who gonna put gas in my car? Right. Like, no, yeah. Everything would just be spiraling out of control. But mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you move with purpose. Most with definitely. Intention, discernment, purpose, for sure. I agree with everything you just said. Who or what makes you feel safe? I don't be feeling safe around a lot of people. Um, Especially like when I go out. I don't know. But I feel safe like... what make, Let me go with what first. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel safe? Do I be feeling safe in this world? Oh my gosh. You can't think of nothing. For me, like, I feel safe when I'm in my room and the door is shut. Like, this, this, that makes me feel like I'm really in my haven in a place where I can really get down with me, get down with God. Like, I just feel very safe in an enclosed room. Yeah, my... In my enclosed room. I will only feel safe when I feel like God's around. Like, Most of uh, I don't just be feeling safe. Like, I'm always, like, over... Like, if I go out with my friends, I'm always thinking, like... I be telling my friends, like, stop talking to random people. <laughs> no, like, no, I be talking to random people sometimes, but, like, certain people, like, when my friends talk to certain random people, I be like, don't talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that, like, immediately would feel like something can happen in this yeah, moment. Yeah, no, I like, feel you being paranoid. I, yeah, like, I be like, feel super, you. that's why I don't smoke. I would get super paranoid. I feel like, you. No, it be, that should do be happening. I be like, I'm not safe in this world. No, that should be happening. I be getting nervous and nicked up here in my bed, even with the door closed. I be like, mm-hmm. uh-uh, I probably should not have smoked today. Like, my hair be everywhere. <laughs> But I still get yeah, high I from only, time to time. I only feel safe when I'm, like, really, like... With God. Yeah, with God. Like, when I'm, like, in my Bible, like, for real, like, mm-hmm. focused, like, on God. When I'm just, like, out in the world and just mm-hmm. doing whatever I want to do and not, like, really thinking about God, that's when stuff be going all crazy mm-hmm. and I don't be, like, feeling like myself, be feeling easy. That's when I don't feel safe. Or when I'm around people that have 
bad vibes. Like, <laughs> I would just know automatically, like, I don't want to be here. I will not talk. I'm really, like, an outgoing yeah. person, but I won't talk, like, if I'm around people that have bad vibes. And I automatically feel unsafe. Like, I, I want to go home. I feel you. I, I want to go home. Sing it for him. <laughs> I feel you, though. And I liked your response to that. I mean, God is always going to make sure. God is always just. I mean, it's just like a sense of peace and serenity. Yeah. With him, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I totally get that. Like, other people don't make me. I don't. I don't know. What? If I have, like, a person that makes me feel safe. I'm not going to lie. Like, my fa- uh, my I feel family, safe around my family. I feel safe around my family, for sure. And I, I think the thing with those people, for me, is, like, they have a connection with God. So when I'm stressed yeah. out and I go to them, the advice is, like, exactly. godly advice. You exactly. know, pray. Don't yeah. worry. Like, God's got you. Things like that. And so that's always comforting. Yeah. I guess I can so, be, like, I'm safe. I feel safe always when I'm around my mom. But my mom mm-hmm. is just, like, an angel. Like, mm-hmm. she just feels like, did you just descend from heaven? Like, <laughs> who are you? Are you human? Right. So I guess I feel safe around her and my sister. Sometimes my brother make me, I don't know, he be tripping. <laughs> you have, is it just you? I know you have a sister, two brothers, that's it? Yeah, I have a sister, two brothers. I have younger siblings, but they oh, okay. don't live here. Oh, okay. Do you know them? Not really. Okay. They're in Ghana? Yeah. Okay. Do you do you care to know them? Yeah. Okay. I want to know them because I want them to know they have like older siblings that like if they ever need anything, especially because one of them, she's a girl. So I always like want to like talk to her and be like, Kaylin, you know, you mm-hmm. always got a big sister because I feel like I loved having a big sister yeah. because now when I go through stuff, I can tell my friends and like maybe they have older siblings, but they... Their older siblings didn't, like, tell them much. Mm-hmm. And, like, when my sister was, like, 14, I was, like, 7. So, you wanted to do something, you got to take your sister with you. So, right. I've seen a lot of stuff. Right. So, like, it makes me, like, a little bit mature for my age. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now I can put that into my friends. Like, let them know, like, okay, girl, right. don't do that. Right. Don't do this. Like, I never experienced it, but I've seen it. And I know you don't want to go through that. Right. So. Oh, that just put into perspective. I don't have a sister, as you know. I only got two brothers. But I feel like maybe because... Because I would say, like, I have, like, the mom energy mm-hmm. amongst my friends like same shit you're on yeah like, i feel like through the different things that i've learned in life i am a little bit more knowledgeable right so that i feel i just feel convicted to share with them. yeah like, it's like if do i don't this, tell you this, this, do this i feel like right. something won't happen to me i have to tell you this. right yeah like doing my due diligence mm-hmm. as a friend so i feel like um that might be why i do that because i don't have a sister and i've always yearned for a sister and i think i've always mm-hmm. expected that energy from yeah. i mean you know it's like when you have brothers yeah they give you advice but you're not well for me i'm not going in depth and details with them right about yeah because i'm like, like just i call my it. sister like girl let me tell you like yeah and she gives me all the advice and like her friends the same too because mm-hmm. they're all in the same age group and they give me advice right and they're like 30 to like 35 29 right. in that age group so i love being able to get advice from them because right. like Every time I take a step forward, they're like, okay, we've been there before. Mm-hmm. Or even if they haven't been in that situation before, they've been around. Like, right. I feel like when I was younger and people would be like, oh, um, like knowledge like comes with age mm-hmm. and stuff. And I'll just be like, you can be smart and young. Like you, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. But it's like, where are you getting that knowledge from? Right. From I feel like the wisdom comes from experience. Yeah. I, so I guess that's why age plays into it. Because like the mm-hmm. longer you live, the more experience you have, the more yeah. you know. But sometimes people don't experience nothing in life. And I mean, is and that a good thing crazy. or a bad thing? It's it very bad. It depends. Like, if you've never had, a, some people have never had like tumultuous experiences. And it's like, for, yeah. in that case, like, yeah, that's good. So, what case would be bad? Like, like, I feel like, hmm, what's an example? I could say, like, let's say you grew up like super gold spoon, like, okay. you don't know nothing. And then you have, like, family members that grew up, like, middle class, mm-hmm. you know. 
and they just experience stuff and like now you going through things and you're like what the heck like real life is hitting you like how do I deal with this because right. you moving now and you living in different places you you're not sheltered no more mm-hmm. and you see in the world and they're like girl right this this normal this is stuff nothing. but right. you like oh my god but that's when I feel like it's not that it's necessarily not good to like not see things but it's like still you still need to just know being, like this. being aware makes yeah, it be easier for you to be prepared for mm-hmm. those things and if you have no idea about it like how to right, yeah. prepare for that shit my god sister is like that she grew up like in Jersey mm-hmm. and like South Jersey so she was just very sheltered and like she cheered and stuff so she didn't get to experience high school the same way I experienced high school right. and our high school was not a normal I mean, high school <laughs> when I tell people about high like when I moved to LA and I was like people I'm getting to know like friends and stuff and they ask me like oh how was high school and stuff right. and I'm telling them stuff the, the principal had sex with the vice principal and they was fights in the hallway and they're like in school that happened I'm like yeah what happened in your school? Yeah. No, I, I can agree. Anytime I talk to my friends about high school, they lived a completely different life. And I'm like, I'm like oh, okay. But I'm so blessed for the experiences yeah. that we have. Because, like, I don't know. I went to college feeling like, not feeling like I knew more. But I just, you know, I yeah. was well I wasn't afraid to do things. So yeah. I'm like, I've, I've seen this before right. in another situation. I feel like when you don't experience stuff, it makes you very afraid and timid. And, mm-hmm. like, you're just like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen yeah. if I do this. No, I feel like those those experiences play into, like, the resiliency that I say right. that I have. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've gone through these things. I've seen it before. I know I can overcome it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it done again. Right. Yeah, so those experiences are always good. Let's tap into your L.A. experience real quick, if you're comfortable talking mm-hmm. about it. So you moved to L.A. What inspired that move? Um, So I moved to L.A. in the middle of the pandemic, like crazy mm-hmm. person. <laughs> but my grandma had just died, and I always wanted to live in L.A. Like, I would always tell people I want to live in L.A. I have family in L.A. I would visit L.A. all the time. Like, one time in high school, it was like 10th grade. It was like the third quarter. You know, third quarter is the longest quarter. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I don't know how I passed 10th grade. I was gone the whole time I was in L.A., and I just fell in love. So then I came back and I was just like, I don't, I just feel like I hated it here and I just needed to experience more. Mm-hmm. And when I moved there and came back, I just like appreciated here more. But living in LA was, I loved it. It was like, what made you move back? Um, did we have time for this? <laughs> <laughs> Give us the short version. So me and my roommate actually got in a fight. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make a YouTube video about that soon. But it was really crazy. Like my ex-boyfriend from like two years ago before I even moved to LA, He's crazy. He moved out there. Well, he didn't move out. I don't know what he was doing out there, honestly. Mm-hmm. He came out there and, like, was trying to, like, get back with me. He was like, oh, I see. Like, you moved to L.A. You always talk about moving to L.A., blah, blah, blah. So, but I'm talking to a whole other guy. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I do not care about you. Right. So, I hung out with him a couple of times, but I always brought my roommate with me. And it started to, like, they would always tell about themselves. And I, I don't care. You can, you can have him. I don't right. want him. But, like, at least tell me. It was kind of weird. Like, she didn't ever, like... Let so, I'm like, why is he always here? Like, mm-hmm. I was in school out oh. there, too. So, one day, I, like, went outside. I'm like, what are you doing outside right. lurking outside right. of my house? And he's like, I'm not here for you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but why are you outside of my house? And she just comes down. I'm like, what? So, I asked her, like, do you guys, like, have something going on? Like, just let me yeah. know so it's not, like, awkward. So she's like, no, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he leaves, comes back. Then he's staying with us for like two weeks. I'm like, why is this man here? Mm-hmm. And I keep asking her like, what's going on? And she's just like, oh, no, 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 no. But then like, you know, it was. Right. And I can hear that. Like we in the same Damn. house. I can hear it. I'm like, that's so weird. So my friends came in town. I'm telling them like, that's so weird. So you know how your friends are like, like oh, yeah. I don't want to be cool with her for real. Yeah, she yeah, weird. Yeah. So we was all supposed to hang out one day. And they was upstairs doing whatever. Mm-hmm. And we was drunk. It's like 4 a.m. We're drunk. We having fun. 
you're supposed to be having fun with us. She come down, perping on all of us. Mm. She's like, I'm from L.A. And we looking like, mm. you from L.A.? What's that supposed to mean? Right. You, you want to see what happens in the DMV? Right. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Mm. So then we like, my friends are, all right, you know, we're having a good night. Let's go back to our hotel. We're going blase, blase. And then she like, yeah, y'all better leave. I don't know if it was like the two bottles of Don Julio in our system, but we was all like, huh? Right. Like we all turned around and it was just a big ass bra. And then I had a, where I lived, it was like so much drama. So like, I was already like saying I wanted to move. I already was telling my friends that, yeah, I think I'm about to move back. Like mm -hmm. I'm over this or whatever. So that was just icing on the cake. I called my mom like, yeah. I'm ready to come back. And she was like, okay. I'll get your ticket. And I was like, I can get my ticket. She was like, no, I'll just get it. Aww. And like, I told her, I was like, yeah, I just beat up my roommate. And she was like, okay. Right. Where'd you like, find that roommate? Facebook. Okay. So Facebook has like this group chat where you can meet like roommates in like different cities. Like I, right. to, I was deciding between New York and LA. And of course I choose, chose LA and I met her there. Okay. So you yeah. came back, you said it made you, it made you appreciate Virginia more. What'd yeah. Appreciate? When I came back, I'm like, we actually have a lot here. Mm -hmm. Like. There's so many opportunities you right. have here, and it's like, that's why I say it's bad not to get experiences. Like, you need to at some point leave your hometown for a little bit, you or think like so? travel. Travel like, for there's sure. People travel for sure that have never yeah, traveled. Like, you never traveled. No, I said there are people that have never traveled. Yeah, I know yeah. somebody that's never been on a plane. No, yeah. And I'm like, okay, have you been on a train? Right. Like, you can at least go to New York. You can go right. somewhere. Like, you need to experience different people because everywhere. Right. People are different, different everywhere. Hell yeah. It's so crazy. Hell yeah. No, I feel like, yes, people are different everywhere, but I also feel like I learned that people are the same. same. Like, it's I thought like, moving, I would so meet different weird. people. You know, people would be lit. People would be more receptive to me. You know, you get to another place and people are still in the same bullshit. Yeah. yeah. That was one thing that I took away and I was like, so I made sure, like, going forward, anything that I do is not going to be for the sake of people. Like, right. I'm going to do it because it's something that I want yeah. to do. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. then people are still fucked up. But yeah, Virginia's lit. I mean, Virginia's Northern lit. Virginia. I love Yeah, Northern I don't know Virginia. about the rest of y'all, right. but Northern Virginia, like, we can literally in 45 minutes go to D.C., Virginia, and Maryland. Right. Where else can you do that Exactly. At? It's a beautiful place with beautiful people and beautiful environments and things. Yes. I don't and know about the environments. They ain't too much. But opportunities it's for so, sure. I mean, and it's like, it's so versatile, like, and like, there's so many different cultures. Like right. you go to McLean, you go to Great Falls. They're big, like right. big ass houses. Hell yeah! I come out here. There's there's nice houses out here too, like right. by the Potomac. Right. Like, we literally live by the Potomac. Like people go to school and learn about like, right. George Washington's house. Yeah, and, stuff. and it's yeah. like that's it's just like normal right to us. But it's like you appreciate it more because it's like some places you go, they don't even have. I mean, they have history, but it's like. You I ain't gonna lie, I don't it. give a fuck about the history for real. I don't even remember too much about the history. But I love the area. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I don't know too much about United States history. Like everything we learn in one year out the other. But I, I think like it's I so cool though. It's like all this happened. Yeah, it was racist and stuff. But like <laughs> <laughs> But it's like so much happened here. Mm -hmm. And it's like now we live here, we get to create a new history. Right. So right. it's like what we're doing now in 20, 30 years, people are gonna learn about for it. For sure. So it's like we have to do something big so people can be like, wow, I want to be like that person. Right. I want to be like this person. Right. Make an impact. Right. For sure. I feel you. Y'all take all the tips and advice she's saying because it's real shit. Make an impact. 
we're going to switch topic or we're going to switch segments and we're going to get into the Dear Constant segment. Ooh. So this is the segment where I give advice to you guys because you guys need it. And if you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. You can also click the link down below in the description box or my Instagram bio. That will take you to my advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Okay. Anonymous. Yeah, all of them are anonymous. Nobody knows who leaves them. So this submission reads, Dear Constance, how should a girl show platonic affection to a male friend without making it uncomfortable for him? So I'm the more physically affectionate person than the boy in question. Since I'm a girl, I don't know if it's since I'm a girl, I don't know if it'd be different or weird to a guy who's taught to be less outwardly affectionate. Are hugs okay? Is there any angle to make the hug more comfy? It's the main way I show love, but even my dad doesn't feel comfy hugging face to face when I have a chest, when I have breasts, I guess. So in your opinion, what's the best way Wait, to show a male friend? Can you read friend? the first sentence again? Yes. So I'm more physically affectionate. I'm a, I'm the more. No, she phys- said it's a platonic relationship. And what? Oh, how should a girl show platonic affection to a male friend without making it uncomfortable for him? I don't think it's like up to you to make it not uncomfortable. It's like his him receiving it. If right. he receives it in like a oh, because mm-hmm. men are kind of weird. Like he's either like. I hug my guy friends all the time. Like, mm-hmm. we we play around and all that. So, it's, like, it's how they take it. If they take it in, like, a sexual way or they take it. Like, if you, if that's your friend, he shouldn't see it as, like, oh, my gosh. Like, right. why are you hugging me? Right. Like, you have boobies. <laughs> like, right, right. We're, we're right. grown. Like, right. really, what's wrong with you? No, for sure. Yeah, I think ask him. Like, he'll tell you, you know. How Does it make you feel uncomfortable if I hug you? Right. Or just like, how do you want me as a woman in your life to show you affection in a platonic way? And some people don't like affection. You can't get offended by that. Some people yeah. don't like to be touched. Yeah. Like some, that's what I'm saying. Some people don't like to be touched. But you can have a friend that like, like I only have one guy friend. Mm-hmm. And I've never actually flat out and asked him, how do you want to receive affection? But I've noticed with him, one thing he's always just like, it's like, dang, I don't hear from you if I don't, if you don't, I don't hear from you if I don't call you. Yeah. And so I've realized that like, he actually appreciates those phone calls, yeah. those check-ins. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's a form of affection. Right. So finding out how that, your friend likes that affection. Do they want calls? Yeah. Do they want check-ins? Do they want right. texts? You know, do they want to go out to dinner just right. to talk? Like you, I It's feel just like, like love languages. Most like death. you have love languages with your friends because you yes. love your friends. So yes. you got to see like I have friends even like with your girlfriends, sometimes your girlfriends don't like to be touched, but sometimes your one of your friends is touchy. Right. Like, Dee Dee is a super touchy friend. And I'd be like, stop <laughs> touching me. But that's how she shows her love. So right. sometimes I'm like, fine. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> but, and then like sometimes your guy friends will be like, oh, like they'll give you, they'll be more affectionate towards you. And right. you'll be like, oh, wow, we're hugging. Right. Okay. Right. You have, right. Know, like, <laughs> you have to know like how people are like. No, most stuff. So I think that that's the advice that we can give you. So we're going to wrap up today's show. Zarin, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate you. I enjoyed the conversations. Did you have fun? I love it. I'm going to be back. Perfect. And thank you. I love to hear that. Um, Go ahead and give them your socials. Let them know where they can find you, what they can buy from you. Let them know everything. Yes. If you want to get your lashes done, follow me at Pink Label Aesthetics. All sets are $95 right now. And if you book for the month of August, bottom lashes are free. So... Book your appointments now. We have a couple of slots available before I get booked up. Um, follow my Instagram at richbarbie101 and follow me on TikTok at richbarbie101. It's funny over there. Follow her. Follow me at Constance the Pod everywhere. And I need you guys to please leave me a review and a rating after today's show. Head on over to Apple Podcasts. Again, leave me a review and a rating. And I think that's all I have to say. I will see you guys in tomorrow's episode. Peace. Bye.